Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. What up, it's Johnny King. Hope you're doing awesome. Hey, I wanted to tell you, a couple years ago, I was actually in Cancun for a uh, like an incentive trip that I won through a business that I was uh doing at the time, kind of like weight loss coaching and that sort of thing, health coaching. And so I was, you know, there with maybe 200, 300 of some of the the more successful people in this MLM that I was a part of. Um, And I was talking to one of my mentors and we got into some interesting conversation and he was telling me, he's like, you know what, I have this, I have a vision that uh, in the future, not not too distant future, that technology is going to make most of the things that we do as uh, you know as jobs obsolete. Okay, so there won't be needs need needs. There won't be positions uh, or jobs needed for accountants and mechanics and dentists and even doctors. Like those will all be robotic. Um, and as such, he believed that we would be moving into a space where there would need to, there would need to be, there wouldn't need to be a need for money, for monetary exchange. In fact, he was saying with technology, we would have so much abundance that, uh, that there wouldn't need to be any real trade. There would be enough for everybody. I was like, ooh, this is kind of a, an interesting idea. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I could see that. And some of the pod, uh, not podcasts, some of the documentaries that uh, I've referred to in the past on the show that I've watched, <laughs> this is like going off on such a tangent on, on some of the various um, topics about aliens and, and uh, alien technology that they have you know, ways of creating propulsion and uh, let's just say energy or fuel uh, that that seems to not put off any heat, right? Like it doesn't need to be filled up. It doesn't need to, like it doesn't need to burn coal or oil, right? Um, or any type of gas. It just, it's like its own self-contained little nuclear power plant, if you will, right? And it's just self-containing or self-sustaining. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. He's like, so once we, once we essentially uh, overcome our need for fossil fuels um, and we actually just are able to, you know, support ourselves with, I guess, just energy, Okay, let's just say that. Granted, it's coming from the sun all day, every day. Not at night, of course, but during the day. Um, and so we just need to tap into it. Once we do that, that is kind of like the basis as to how our economy works. Like you have to to use energy to farm 
<laughs> to uh, move things, right? So before there was oil and and you know gas and everything else that we use to to propel cars and machinery and trucks and trains and boats and everything, uh, we were we were using manpower, right? The Egyptian pyramids were claimed. Well, maybe they were made by aliens. Who knows? <clears throat> but they were claimed to have put, been put together, obviously, by slaves. So, anyways, this there's a point. There's a roundabout point here. <laughs> the point is, you know, if 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 at some point, it's just kind of an interesting idea to think about. If at some point you didn't have to to work for a living, right? You didn't have to work to make money to provide for yourself. If all of that was taken care of, what would you do? And I've thought about that because I, you know, I feel like myself and so many other people that I've talked to, like those that have the, the bug for her impact, if you will, the itch for, for impact, remember a time when they came out of college, they were just psyched to finally be out of school, to finally start working on, you know, <laughs> actually investing and in building a life versus all that you had known from when you were little was just like preparatory school of <laughs> you got to get all this stuff done so that when you get it done, you can finally be ready to be an adult in life, right? So as a 21, 22-year-old, I experienced, you know, that sense of just excitement. I wanted to take on the world. Uh, and yet the, the stark reality becomes very, very clear of like, uh, but where am I going to live? And how am I going to pay for that? And how am I going to get to work and <laughs> have a social life and and all those things? And very quickly do you realize, I got to get a job. <laughs> and for a lot of people who, who don't uh, stumble into their dream job right off the bat, it's kind of a, a, a stark uh, wake-up call of being like, and welcome to life. Uh, a lot of people that I have worked with over the last 10 years – are working jobs that they hate. And they literally, I'm like, well, so how did you get into this? Well, you know, I got out of college and I was, I had to, you know, I got an apartment and I had to find a job. And so I met this person and they're like, hey, we need, you know, we're hiring accountants. And they're like, uh, okay, you know, or I decided to start working at a bank and that's how, that's how I got into banking. Like, do you love banking? No, not at all, actually. What, what do you love to do? Oh, I love to make music or, I love to paint or I love to make people happy. I love to make people laugh. You know, I love to entertain. I'm like, okay, gosh. So, but the interesting thing is, you know, right now we, we essentially are horse traders. We, we trade our time. The majority of, of employees, we trade our time for, <laughs> pieces of paper, not even that, right? It's not even pieces of paper, just literally literally for, you know, the exchange of like digital numbers in a digital world, aka our bank accounts, that we then exchange those <laughs> for for food and lights and to pay our mortgage and to keep, you know, keep ourselves safe and to clothe ourselves and pay for our cell phones and the internet and to watch Netflix and Hulu and yada, 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 right? But then we get caught up in this like kind of perpetual 
spiral of, well, this is just how life is, you know. Compare that to, let's say, I don't know, let's just say three, 500 years or 1,000 years. Let's just, let's just assume 1,000 years from now, okay, it's uh, 3,020. It's crazy to even say that. And there's, there's so much abundance. People are all living through space. There's people who haven't ever actually seen Earth or walked on Earth's surface because they were born in space and the craft that they're on is moving further and further away from planet Earth, right? So we've colonized the, you know, <laughs> space. Honestly, I can't even talk about this because like the words aren't even coming to my mind because I can kind of envision in my head, but I still can't even wrap, wrap my head around it, right? And yet they are born onto a spaceship or some something, <laughs> right? But they're not told like, okay, well now you got to, we're going to we're going to have you go to school so that you can be a, you know, a dentist, you know. No, of course not. Like these people probably I I just got to imagine this is what the conversation was like with with my mentor down in Cancun. He's like, "Can you imagine just being born and then all you're doing is is being taught to chase your dreams <laughs> essentially or chase your your passion, your love. I mean, so much of that is what we talk about. I talk about so much on the show. But that is going to be some generation's reality where they literally just grow up to be musicians or artists or, you know, or whatever. So, yes, there will be jobs. Like, yes, machinery will have to be robots, spaceships <laughs> will we'll have to be overseen, I think. Maybe not. Who knows, right? Um, but there won't, I mean, everything grown, or everything that we wear will all be made by machines, by robots. I got to imagine, right? Obviously, human beings will, will be deciding where we're going in space and what, like, what the objective is in terms of, you know, growing our species or maybe we're going to be trading at that point with other alien species who knows right but i have thought about this idea i'm like how cool and how grateful am i that i that i popped up at this point in human history where i actually do get to spend my time on <laughs> on earth being able to breathe fresh air and to to walk in the mountains hike in the mountains and to to see the blue sky every single day and I don't know like I can't imagine what it would be like if I were born in space and and very rarely ever saw a blue sky or been able to feel the breeze on my on my face or on my arms right and so the so I guess the question for you is what what would you do if you didn't have to work now, it's it's an interesting question because I heard Deepak Chopra tell Oprah, Deepak Chopra tell Oprah <laughs> that he told each of his children that, listen, kids, like, I want you guys to spend all of your time educating yourself, yes, going to school, but getting a degree focused on how you can have the greatest positive impact on humanity as 
you, as you want to be. It's not about me as your father judging you or gauging, you know, what your impact is. You have to search truly in your heart for whatever it is that you want to follow or do, not follow, but to pursue. And you need to go for it. Don't worry about money. I have more than enough money. I've taken care of that. You guys and your children and your children's children are set. Right? Like, holy shit. So what, what would you do if, if like, whether, whether you were <laughs> born as one of Deepak's children, if you were to win a $100 million lottery, okay, if you were born a 1,000 years from now and there were no jobs, there were only, you know, your only purpose in life was to follow whatever made you happy, made you fulfilled. And what if money was no longer even a concept and they laughed, you know, at the idea. They, what, they had these plastic cards that you'd have to go and swipe in exchange to get food, but then you also had to wake up early and bust your ass all day to get more credits on that plastic card so that you could go swipe and eat more food. Like, but what were they doing to be happy? <laughs> and like, well, yeah, that's why a lot of people aren't happy. <laughs> exactly. That's why a lot of people feel like they're caught in the quote unquote rat race. And so I just love that idea. Um, and I thought that was fascinating. I was like, oh, I wonder if, you know, it's, it'll be curious to see what happens to Deepak's children as they continue to get older. Like, do they feel entitled? Do they take on a huge amount of responsibility to actually fulfill their father's request and to really pursue whatever makes them happy and, and have massive impact on the world? Or do they, you know, are they, <clears throat> because they haven't had to go down that kind of work work your tail off approach, uh, which, I mean, I got that from, from my father's like, you got to be the first one in, last one out, you got to work your ass off, you know, <clears throat> got to keep, keep working, keep thinking bigger. And I love all that. And yet there's another whole side of the coin of like, okay, but again, what is it all about? And I've talked about it, the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Okay. So there's got to still be that balance of you're achieving, but you're also focusing on the fulfillment piece. So I don't know. This is just an interesting thought that I thought I would put it out there, which is if you did not have to work anymore, what would you do? And maybe you still love helping people. Maybe you would continue doing what you're doing. But then to take it another step further, what if your job became obsolete? What if everything that you put yourself, put yourself through and all of the, the studying and all the tests, because in our lifetime, I imagine if you're listening to this and you live another 30, 40, 50, 60 years, okay, there are going to be more and more and more, um, what do you call it, just like occupations that will go obsolete, right? That technology will replace. Yes, there will be new positions that come <laughs> to the surface that are needed, but the adaptation for change is going to become more and more demanding. Like you have to be willing to change. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck without any means to provide. 
unless technology does come and ultimately uh, level the playing field. So I don't know. I have no answers, uh, nor do I have a crystal ball, but I just think it's an interesting conversation. And I would love if you end up, you know, continuing this with a friend or a family, a loved one, and you've got some ideas that you want to send my way. I'd always love to get in that conversation. So anyways, looking forward to catching up with you on another episode sometime soon. But in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your day and go out and do something impactful for other people. See how that feels in terms of fulfillment. Until then, have a great one. Take care. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something that I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at Johnny King, Facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.